Welcome to the Land of Etheria. Season 1, The Shattering. Episode 13, The Princess with Wings. Once upon a time, in the land of Etheria, there was a Princess Nea and a Princess Lulu, and they went on the most amazing adventures. Now they found themselves at the dwarf mining camp, helping Princess Ellery figure out how to heal her plants. They had just learned that three dwarf brothers were actually the keepers of the brown Terranian crystal, and now needed to head back to Morinvale to heal the plants. Are you three ready for an adventure? Princess Nea asked the dwarves. The three dwarves looked up to the dwarf chief Ruby, who nodded and said, Your adventure is just beginning. But you three are needed now for something greater, to save Etheria. The three dwarves looked at each other and swallowed hard. And the party, including Darius, his bear Rose, and Princess Ellery, started their travels back to Morinvale. Not long into their journey, the clouds started to roll in, covering the sun. And the winds began to pick up, with a heavy whooshing sound. Now there was also another sound, and this sound wasn't just the normal sound that wind makes. It was the sound of many, many flying beings flapping their wings in the air. And Princess Nea and Lulu were familiar with this sound. It was the sound of Princess Arya of New Halowisp and her royal company. Princess Nea of Sparland, Arya said, making her way to the ground, for she was a windmaid from Skyrabia, the Sky Kingdom, slowly lowering herself from the sky with her wings. Just like a mermaid is from the sea and has a different lower body to swim, a windmaid is from the sky, with a different back, with wings growing from it. There were also other differences between mermaids and windmaids, but that isn't important to explain at this time. Oh, and for that matter, windmaids and windmen and mermaids, and mermen, for that matter, referred to landwalkers as landmaids and landmen. Princess Arya, Nea said, giving her a hug. What brings you down to the ground? It's my brother, Clef. He's gone missing. How long since he's been gone? Since the shattering of the rainbow, said Arya. We could really use your help. And Prince William's. I'm sure Prince William would know where he might have gone. Well, William is on a bit of an adventure of his own. And actually, we are too. We have to escort Princess Ellery back to Morinville. Her plants are dying. You two don't need to worry about me, Princess Ellery said. I've got these three brave dwarves, and she looked over at Darius. This knight and his bear. Darius blushed and sat up straighter on Rose. Well, that settles it then, decided Arya. Princess Nea and Lulu, you will escort me back to the glass castle to find my brother, and your friends here will escort Princess Ellery back to Morinville and heal her land. Darius and the three dwarves now all stood at attention and nodded to the very assertive windmaid princess. Nea and Lulu were then given two wind horses, 
which were horses with wings, to ride up to New Halo Wisp. The company immediately began flapping their wings and took to the sky. The two princesses waved goodbye to Ellery, the dwarves, Darius, and Rose as they slowly ascended into the clouds. As they flew, they noticed not only had the clouds become more dense than normal, but the winds were picking up as well and nearly blew them off their horses. In fact, even Princess Arya and her company were struggling to stay on course. The glass castle where Princess Arya lived appeared as though it was made all of glass. However, it was actually a special crystal substance that was only available in Skyrabia. It sparkled in the sun, which was now visible above the clouds. Do you have any idea where he could have gone? asked Princess Nea, walking into the castle. He kept talking about the old legends, the ones about rock warriors and colorless ogres and trolls. He left the library a mess before he left. I thought it was Valley who made this mess at first. And then almost on cue, her small, winged dog came running out to see her, licking her face when she picked him up. Do you know what he might have been looking for in the library? Lulu asked. Oh yes, that was easy. He was looking for our parents' old journals from the great battle and was working on a star map. Princess Nea and Lulu looked around the library with Arya and her wind dog, Valley. Lulu was the first to notice that next to the desk, there stood a heavy globe that outlined the Sky Kingdom, and on this globe, someone had made markings with a pen, and the ink was fresh. I think he's headed to this lake, said Lulu, pointing to a big green X at the end of a bunch of markings. What is this then? asked Arya, pointing to a large circle that was the origin of all of the other small markings. It looks like most of these markings fall over areas beyond Skyrabia, to the land of Etheria below. All except this green one, said Lulu. Well, let's start there, said Arya. That's Lake Celestrium. The three adventurers made their way to the lake over hills of big fluffy clouds and around bends and curves. When they made it to Lake Celestrium, they were astounded by its beauty and how it sparkled in the afternoon sun. But what lay on the far end of the lake astounded them even more. For although there was plenty of plant life growing around the lake, there was an extremely large tree on the far side with sprawling branches over the lake and wide limbs out to either side. When they got closer, there were a handful of kids splashing around in the lake and swinging from the tree into the refreshing water. Why, hello, fair wind children, spoke Arya. Good day to you, Princess Arya of New Halo Wisp, the wind children responded. Upon seeing Valley, they started petting her. Do you come here often? Why, yes, almost every day. We live beyond that cloud over there, they said, pointing further in the opposite direction to the cloud city of Volterra. And have you by chance seen Prince Clef? A few days ago, they responded. He was with someone looking for a shooting star. It was before this tree grew here, but they didn't stay long. 
A talking bird came, and then they quickly left. You say this tree has only just been here recently? Yeah, it's magic, the wind children said. Ruff, barked Valley. A magic tree, thought Lulu. She started looking closely at the tree while Valley sniffed around the cloud dirt. She'd never seen anything like it before. Yeah, it's definitely larger than all the others and wasn't here last time I visited, noticed Arya. Thank you, kind wind children. The three princesses then began investigating the tree, for it was odd that this tree was able to grow so quickly and so big. I have an idea, Princess Lulu said, noticing that Valley had stopped at a specific spot near the tree, but we're going to need a shovel. Princess Arya offered to fly quickly back to the glass castle and found a couple of shovels that the girls could use. And the three princesses started digging around the tree. While they dug, Lulu shared her theory. I think Prince Clef was mapping the shattering. I think he actually saw the origin of the shattering and was figuring out where all the crystals went. And the lines on the globe were the different pieces, Nea said, remembering the colors meaning he saw that one landed close to Lake Celestrium. Arya added. Exactly, concluded Lulu. But I don't think he found it. I think this tree is a sign of its magic. It would make sense if it was a Terranian crystal. First rock warriors and now magic crystals, Arya said. Almost on cue, her shovel made a sharp clink sound. When the girls sifted through the cloud dirt, Valley got very excited, wagging her tail and barking as more of the fresh cloud soil was exposed. They all saw it, all at the same time, the green Terranian crystal resting there among the cloud dirt. We found it, exclaimed Princess Nea. Nice work, everyone. But we still haven't found Clef, Princess Arya said. Prince Clef, said Prince Paul, walking up to the party, accompanied by Ola, the ogre from Ubin. Prince Paul, exclaimed Princess Nea and Lulu, what are you doing here? We're trying to find the cloud ruins, and we're hoping Princess Arya could help us. Prince Clef gave us these wind horses and sent us this way. Then you've seen him, Arya asked. Yes, but we need some rest. You see, we've had quite a journey. Might we explain over dinner, your highness? Paul asked humbly. They all headed back to the glass castle to learn where Prince Paul might be and how they might find the cloud ruins and help Prince Paul of Cedar Landing and Ola of Ubin find it. The End The Land of Etheria is produced by a father-daughter team and made possible in part to its supporting fans. It's contributions from fans like you that keep the adventure going. If you enjoy The Land of Etheria and would like to see more episodes, please visit us at www.thelandofetheria.com and consider supporting the podcast. Thank you and have a great night.